This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 125 with Jeff Woods. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello everyone, MC Lobster here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today and in today's show, the topic is mentorship. Now we have spoken about mentorship and the importance of mentorship on the show before and today we're going to dive in exactly what mentorship is, where to find a mentor and what the relationship is between the mentor and the mentee. My guest today is Jeff Woods. Jeff Woods is the vice president of The One Thing. And after hearing the Jim Rohn quote that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, Jeff set out on a mission to surround himself with high-level CEOs and successful entrepreneurs. Fast forward just 10 months, and Jeff went from being an employee to an entrepreneur, launching a company with the co-authors of the best-selling book, The One Thing. Jeff has been featured in entrepreneur.com and is on a mission to teaching people how to live a life of focus so that they can have more by doing less. Since then, he has focused on surrounding himself with people who are where he wants to be in 10 to 15 years, and it's made a huge difference in his life. Jeff was so grateful for the inspiring mentors that guided him. He wanted to pay it forward by exposing other like-minded people to their message. That's why he launched the Mentee Podcast to document his journey from employee to entrepreneur and the mentors who are guiding him. In the latest season of his podcast, he's also transitioned from the mentee to the mentor. Please share your feedback and thoughts with me on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. Have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start or how to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at joinopsproperties.com. Globally, coffee is a $90 billion industry, and international coffee farms offers a sustainable income opportunity through offshore sustainable agriculture. You can own a parcel of your very own cash-flowing specialty coffee farm in Panama. For more information on this income opportunity, you can download your free report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. Listeners of the Cashflow Ninja can also grab a free audiobook download from Audible when you try Audible for 30 days. You can grab your free audiobook download at cashflowninjabook.com. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So I was in medical device sales for about five years, which was awesome job. I wore scrubs every day. I worked from home, sold devices, saved lives, really thought that that's what I was going to do for a long time. But every day when I got out of bed and put my scrubs on, 
I felt like something was missing. And, and maybe people can identify this where they wake up, they're happy with what they're doing professionally, but they still feel like they're not living their calling. Like they're not exactly trading their life for something worth living. That's exactly where I was. And, and it was, as I digested it, really asked why I came to find this because I've always wanted to own a big business that was my own, that made a massive impact in the world and delivered real security for my family. But here I am, I've got this awesome job, golden handcuffs, I don't have a compelling reason to make a change, until two things happened. The first was a colleague of mine had a stroke, and at the time, he was only 35 years old. Um, Amy, my wife and I, we had just bought a house, just had our first child, she's a stay-at-home mom, and that, my colleague's injury, made me realize that if something were to happen to me, what would happen to my family? Right. That was very, very concerning. And I I know this is a big reason why people start looking at how do they invest? How do they achieve quote unquote financial freedom? Here I am. I I do not have passive income. I have to wake up and trade hours for dollars every single day. That was the big aha for me. Okay. I've got to start building something that can generate income outside of myself. Um, The next week, my company made a change to my commission structure and slashed my income by 40% on top of it. So wow. that, that was the, okay, Jeff, it's time to take action. Uh, I didn't know how to start a business, but I had heard that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I look at my five and I go, huh, how many of them are business owners or successful investors who have financial freedom? The answer was zero. So what are my odds of getting there if I don't have those people in my life? And that was the light bulb moment. If I can simply focus on one thing, upgrading my five to surrounding myself with successful business owners and investors, that achieving that status, making that my reality would become easier or unnecessary. And I ended up starting a podcast based on it called The Mentee, where I was the mentee. I was documenting my journey to building a business, to achieving, to building passive income, and literally recording the private conversations with the people who were guiding me. And as that started to gain traction, an opportunity was created to move to Austin to partner with Gary Keller for any real estate people out there. He started Keller Williams, largest real estate company in the world. He and his co-author, Jay Papazan, wrote a book called The One Thing. And an opportunity was presented for me to move to Austin to partner with Gary and Jay and start a company behind The One Thing. And so now The One Thing's my one thing. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you mentioned what was the one thing that I could focus on and upgrading the five people that I surround myself with and that I spend the most time with. So, no, I'm a huge fan of that book as well and have recommended that to my listeners because it is really impactful um, and had a massive, massive impact uh, just in, in my planning and how I go about my business every day. Um, and I like what you said too. I mean, in general, when you get into a situation with a group of five people that are playing at a different level, mm. that um, are doing amazing things, you automatically you know, want to raise to the level of what they're playing at and what they're operating at. Yeah, and I think one of the, the biggest benefits that maybe you don't understand until it happens to you is your perception of reality. In your perception of what is possible for you. Because if you had asked me when income is slashed and, you know, colleague has stroke, would I ever have the opportunity to invest in real estate? I mean, I was maybe thinking, okay, I might be able to take down a single family home, but 
if you had said, go buy a commercial building, I'd say, yeah, right. Well, you fast forward six months of just focusing on building relationships. I formed enough relationships with really successful investors to the point where I was invited in as a partner where we took down a building on the East Coast. We were able to reposition it. We were able to syndicate the deal and raise the funding the funding and leverage out. And now I understand the ins and outs of that because I had the relationships with the right people and they invited me to the table. So my no, perception of true. what can happen moving forward is drastically different just because of who I've surrounded myself with. Now let's talk about mentorship for a little bit. Can you exactly explain what mentorship is? Because it's almost like in my niche, sometimes financial freedom is a term that we throw around sometimes, and it is a different meaning for different people. What does mentorship mean to you? To me, and it's, it's so funny that nobody has ever asked me this question before. To me, mentorship is when you get hyper clear on a goal of yours or an area of your life that you really, really need help and being able to seek counsel. Notice I didn't say advice. I said counsel from someone who is already where you want to be. That is mentorship. Can you explain the importance of that overall? Because I think there's a lot of people that say, okay, you know, mentorship, I I understand that. But it really, really is something that can propel you, as you've mentioned, from within a couple of months of someone that had a vision or a dream, albeit small at that stage, to a person that has grown through his network and relationship into something that is surpasses that vision or dream that he had within a short space of time. Absolutely. Well, every single day we wake up and we have a choice when it comes to achieving our goals. We can choose to take the hard way or we can choose to take the easy way. Now, when I pose it to you like that, which way are you going to choose? Right. The easy way. The challenge is that most people every single day unconsciously wake up and choose the hard way. Here's what I mean. You cast a vision for what you want for your life. You set goals. You wake up, you think about how you can accomplish them, and you take action. Sounds about right? Yep. Yeah. But what you are literally doing is you are setting your goals, you are setting the action plan based on your perception, which is limited, your perspective, which is limited, and you are guessing. You fail your way forward. You try something, you fail, you make an adjustment, you take action again, you continue to fail, you make a tweak, you take action again, you are literally guessing. You are reinventing the wheel. That's the hard way, and that's what most of us do. The easy way is to get clear on where you want to be, to clearly identify the type of people who are already where you want to be, surround yourself with those people, and let them tell you what to do. They will tell you you're going to need to do step one and step two. After step two, you will likely fall into this challenge. Here's how you circumvent that. And to get to step five, you're going to need a specific relationship. Let me introduce you to my friend. He's the best in the field in this area. He'll help you get to step seven. Mentors shortcut the path from where you are to where you want to be. So you got two choices. You want the hard way? Do what you're doing. You want the easy way? Go seek mentorship. It's uh, like what Tony Robbins said, success is a, as a blueprint. Modeling. That's his entire thing is modeling. Yep. He looks at the people who are where he wants to be and he models them. 
That's what I did from a sports background too. It was always to try and find the best players out there in my position and then study them obsessively, cutting tape, all that kind of stuff, um, and just trying to implement what I can, what I'm learning from them um, to make drastic changes in my own performance. There you go. Well, think about it. From the moment you were born, you've had some form of guidance, some form of counsel. You had parents that taught you how to speak. You had teachers that taught you how to read, how to do math. They taught you about science. You've, from the moment you were a kid, a lot of the most important things you didn't figure out on your own. There was a, a, a way that it was delivered to you by somebody who was already ahead of you. Yet we suddenly get out into the world where climbing the ladder in, in a corporation, starting a company, learning how to balance work and family, all of a sudden the things that we really need help with most, people don't have that guidance anymore and they try to figure it out on their own. It just doesn't make sense. For my listeners out there that's listening to this and saying, well, how can I go and find a mentor? Where do I find a mentor? What strategies can you share with them to find that mentor in that niche or in that area or the person that's already conquered and that skill set or that that goal that they want to achieve? Sure. Well, you've got two options. Uh, or at least two that worked for me. There may be more that would work for you, but it came down to number one, talking about it, and number two, attending certain events. And here's what I mean when I say talking about it. I got hyper clear on where I needed help most at several points in my life. But when, when income is slashed, I'm going, all right, I need to start building passive income. I want to achieve financial freedom. I looked at where the wealthiest got their income from, and I forget the stat, but like 99% of them, it was either business ownership or real estate. I didn't know how to start and own a business, so I thought real estate would be the first thing. So I got very clear on the fact that I wanted to surround myself with successful real estate investors, and not just real estate investors, commercial real estate investors. Because it seems like everybody wants to go from flipping houses to doing single family homes to ultimately getting to commercial. That's where everybody wants, so why don't I just go there from the beginning? I got that clear that I needed to surround myself with successful successful commercial real estate investors. Are you hyper clear on the one area that you really, really need help most? And the reason I'm driving this home is because a mentor serves you best in their area of, of expertise. You're not going to go to somebody who is an expert in trading stocks and seek guidance on how to take down and syndicate a deal for a commercial building. That would be ridiculous. You go to the people who know what they're talking about. So get that clarity. And then I just started talking about it. And here's what I mean by that. I sit down with a guy who I've met. I'm sitting down with him for the first time. And he says, what are you working on? How can I help you? In that moment, I say, I'm looking to get into real estate investing and I want to surround myself with successful commercial real estate investors. This is the very first time that those words came out of my mouth ever. The guy sits back in his chair and just starts rocking back and forth. And he goes, you know what? Come to my house tomorrow. I want to introduce you to somebody. Now, again, first time I'm ever sitting down with this guy, he's inviting me to his home. I, in my gut, I felt that something was there. So I said, okay. And I went, he introduced me to this guy. Uh, didn't seem like much when I met him. It's not like he was dressed super nice, but supposedly he was in real estate. Well, we started to form a, a relationship and I came to find that he had done over 10,000 transactions in his career. And that was the guy that ultimately brought me to the table to take down a building on the East Coast. The very first time I opened my mouth, I ended up getting a connection. 
and I'm going, okay, maybe this is a fluke. Then I tried it again and again and again. As simple as when you get on the phone with somebody and they say, what's up, what's new or what's going on? And you normally say not much. I started saying, you know, a lot. I'm looking to get into real estate and I want to surround myself with successful commercial real estate investors. And lo and behold, people started opening up their Rolodexes to me. Are you hyper clear on where you need help most? Are you hyper clear on the type of person that could guide you there? And are you telling everybody, every person you interact with, are you sharing it? Or, okay, maybe that's too extreme for you. Are you sharing it once a day? If you do that, you will find that people will go out of their way to connect you to the right people. So that's that was the first thing. You with me so far? Yes, absolutely. Love it. The second was, all right, if I want to surround myself with a specific type of people, then is there an event, a mastermind, a meetup group where these people would hang out? Because then it would be like shooting fish in a barrel. I started investing in myself. I started opening up my wallet and attending conferences attending masterminds and that was my golden goose because the people who are on stage at events are the authorities in that area and so when jay papazan the co-author of the one thing is speaking on stage and i'm sitting in the very back row of the room with my mind being blown about how he's talking about the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results i'm going i got to be in relationship with that guy When he finishes talking, he gets a standing ovation and everybody else goes to sit down. My ass was running down the side of the room. When he came off stage, I borderline tackled him. I asked if I could interview him for my podcast because I knew if I started a podcast, it would give me a platform to add value to other people. Notice how I started it as a networking tool. Right. I interviewed Jay. I asked him how I could help him. He said, we're looking for more exposure. So I got him booked on all these other podcasts. I wrote an article on Entrepreneur about their book and started sharing it. When I saw him and Gary Keller sharing my my tweets, I retweeted, what are you working on? How can I help you? Trying to come from value. And he said, Gary and I are looking for a CEO for a new company. I said, I'm very well connected. Let's talk because I probably know somebody who you should consider. We get on the phone. He tells me what they're looking for. And I realize in that moment that it's not anybody in my Rolodex. It's me. And I threw my name in the hat and I got the job. And now I get the opportunity to call Gary and Jay partner. But it was because first and foremost, I had the mindset of coming from value. And before that, I was willing to get my ass in the room. You're listening to Jeff Woods on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. International Coffee Farms is a real estate-based specialty coffee farm ownership opportunity. You can own deeded, half-acre parcels in title, already operating specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama. They are turnkey managed professionally on your behalf by a team of local experts with sustainable average income of 12% and with cash flow beginning in 12 to 15 months from the date of your parcel ownership. International Coffee Farms' mission is to own and operate specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama that are economically, environmentally, and socially sustainable. As part of this mission, 20% of the gross profits of each farm goes towards a socially sustainable fund to improve the lives of the coffee farm workers and their families. International Coffee Farms currently owns and operates eight specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama, with parcels available for immediate ownership. To 
find out how you can become a parcel owner, you can download your free income opportunity report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. You're listening to Jeff Woods on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and now back to our interview. And that brings me to the next point too, because you said about coming from value and that's, I think, the very big step. Uh, that I see and a mistake that a lot of people make when they do network and they do try to penetrate the power circle because within a meetup or a network, there's always that that circle of power of the, you know, quote unquote heavy hitters. And I see that a lot of people and you see this on uh, just in social media where in private meetup groups where people are always trying to extract from a group rather than going in there and trying to provide as much value as humanly possible and see how they can help the other members of that group. Yeah, well, and this was what struck me so hard. I I invested quite a bit of capital to attend a high-level mastermind. The people who were in the room were light years ahead of me. I, I frankly felt uncomfortable to even be in the room. And I remember on day one, what shocked me the most was that I walk into this room and I am armed, ready for all the things that I need help with. And I'm wondering, like, how can I get this from this person? How can this person help me? How can I get them interested in helping me? Coming from a a position of I'm looking to take, I'm looking to get. And every single person who was playing at a high level showed up not looking to get. They showed up looking to give. It blew me away. It struck me so deeply that I just said, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to change my approach here. And and from then on, I just adopted it as my identity to the point where when I interact with a human being on an almost unconscious level now, I'm, I am wondering, how can I help this person? How can I help them get to where they want to be? Zig Ziglar has been saying it for a long time. You can have anything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want first. If you come looking to get, you will never form a relationship. And, and I think the, this, I mean, this is a, a podcast about increasing your net worth, right? Yeah, cash flow and multiple income streams. There you go. So, all right, bank account. Everybody has one. <laughs> let's, let's, let's play a little game. Imagine I ask you to walk into your bank of choice. You walk in the door with the intention of opening a new account, but instead of there being a long line and you having to wait, it's empty. And the moment you step foot inside the bank, the teller, their eyes meet yours and they wave you over. You walk up to them. They say, how can I help you? You say, I'd like to open a new account. They hand the paperwork over to you. They give you the pen. You look down. You fill it out really quick. You sign your name. You slap the pen down. You slide it back to the teller. You look up at them and without any hesitation, you say, I would like to withdraw $1,000 right now. What are they going to say to you? They're going to say no. Because you haven't put any money in the bank first. We all get it. If you want to take money out of the ATM, you have to have first put money in. Relationships are the same way. Yet most people meet for the first time and immediately try to take a withdrawal. And they wonder why they don't form deep, meaningful relationships with the right people. If you can be the type of person who first and foremost shows up looking to give, looking to make deposits in the relationship bank account, then you will find yourself living a very wealthy life. Let's talk about from the mentor, the person mentoring the men, you know, the mentee. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what because that's a different mindset as well and i'm sure you've been approached uh many times uh to to be able to fulfill that role what is the mindset of that person in this relationship yeah that that really surprised me as well because i remember um, I'll tell a story about the time I be- formed a friendship with a guy named Jeff Hoffman. He was one of the billionaire founders of Priceline.com. I remember seeing him speak. I was at an event, seeing a theme here. He was on stage. I'm sitting in the, in the back row again, listening to Jeff going, oh my gosh, I have to be in a relationship with this guy. Immediately, all of these limiting beliefs pop into my mind. What could I possibly say to him that would make him interested in me? Why would he possibly talk to me? What could I possibly give him that would make it worth my time? What do I even say to him? But I realized very quickly, those were all limiting beliefs anyways. I still needed to take action. I approached him. We formed a relationship. And, and I, at one point, I point blank asked him, and I think I recorded this on, on one of my podcasts, and I say, Jeff, Why are you talking to me? Literally. Put him in the corner. Why in the world are you even spending time with me? And what he said, I will never forget. He said, because at one point in time in my life, I was where you were. And I had a mentor, someone who was light years ahead of me, who reached back, grabbed my hand, and helped pull me forward. They didn't ask for me to wash their car. They didn't ask for money. All they ask is that one day I pay it forward. And now I'm in this position where I have everything that I want and I'm ready to leave a legacy. Because I believe that entrepreneurs will change the world, I therefore believe that it is my obligation to mentor the next generation of entrepreneurs. Let's pause and dissect that. Here is a guy in the Triple Comma Club billionaire who wakes up every day believing in his bones that it is his obligation to mentor possibly you i just had a hard time comprehending it but as i thought about it a little bit more i went okay wait a minute and and let's let's role play this right now have you ever received a gift from somebody that really mattered to you yes (laughs) now let's flip it Have you ever given a gift to somebody and you could see that it really mattered to them? Yes. Which was more valuable? The giving. We've heard this since we were kids. It's better to give than to... Receive, yeah. Receive. Same thing here. Yet in our mind, we think that if we show up as the mentee, we are looking to take. When the reality is... When we show up as the mentee, we give that mentor the opportunity to leave a legacy, the opportunity to give. By you being in the seat of the mentee, you are actually in the power position. The question simply becomes, number one, will you seek out that mentorship? And number two, and most importantly, when the mentorship is given, will you take action? Because the number one, this is the number one way to make sure you do not get a second meeting. They will tell you what to do and you don't take action. Because what happened is they just made an investment in you. They, and they invested something much more valuable than their, than their money. They invested their time. The only thing they'll never get back. They will never get that time back. 
And if you do not take action, you are literally lighting their investment on fire. You are guaranteeing them a bad return on their investment. But if you take action and you get results and you share the success with them, meaning you, you circle back and say, Hey, two weeks ago, you told me this, I took action and this is what happened. Thank you so much. Can I ask for help again? What do you think the answer is going to be? Yeah. Boom. No, very, very powerful. That's uh, from just a giving and receiving standpoint. That's such a good analogy. And Jeff, one of the things that I've learned just by observing wealthy and very successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying and what what skill sets are you currently learning and what are you currently working on? (laughs) <laughs> oh god um that is that is a never-ending list but it's it's really it really comes down to focus you know there's a lot of things that i know i should be working on but there's really only one thing that i'm allowing myself to work on and that's succeeding through others when i first moved here to austin i started working with gary keller and jay papazan i remember very early on gary explaining that the success in its truest form comes when you succeed through others. But when you want to build a business, how do you become the type of person that becomes a magnet for top talent to the point where top talent would come work for you for a discount? They beg to work for you. And then once you get them in their world, how do you continue to stretch them and grow them and allow them to have everything they could possibly ever want inside their world and still remain in yours? Because the number one reason top talent leaves any opportunities because they wake up one day and they realize, you know what? I can't have everything I could possibly want. So how can you be the type of person who gives yourself permission to make your world so big that any talented individual can step inside your world, have everything they could possibly ever want and never need to leave? That's what I'm focusing on because I just brought on an executive assistant who's extraordinarily talented. And now it's about making sure that I give myself permission to make my world so big that she could have far more than she ever perceived possible in my world and then find my next empire builder and my next empire builder and my next empire builder. Now that's very, very powerful because, and that's the abundance mindset (laughs) right there at work to try and build that pie so big so that everybody, you know, the, the, it's unlimited the amount that there is for everyone around you. Absolutely. Now, a core message in our show is to leave families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? May I challenge the three number? Sure. And then I only challenge it because I'm the face of the one thing. And I really think it comes down to one thing. Value. When it comes to finances, when it comes to achieving abundance in your life, your income will be directly proportionate to the amount of value that you bring into the world. Every night when I am laying in bed with my three-and-a-half-year-old daughter, scratching her back, And talking her to sleep. Every night when I am holding my one-year-old son and I'm stroking his head as I hold him like a baby before I put him into the crib, I tell them to be the type of person 
that wakes up every single day and adds value to other people. If there were one message that they could remember, if I left this earth today and there is just one thing that they would hear from me, it would be that. Because if they became that type of person, then they could have everything they could possibly ever want in life because they would first and foremost help everybody else get what they want first. Very, very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Jeff, how can my audience learn more about you and your company, your podcast, and all of the projects that you're involved with? Absolutely. So if, if the mentorship conversation is of interest to you, uh, we have a podcast called The Mentee, like Mentor Mentee. I was the mentee for season one, but when Gary and Jay said, become the face of the one thing, I realized I couldn't have two things. So I recruited somebody out of the audience to become the mentee for season two. And I stepped into the role of becoming one of the mentors. So if you're interested in the mentorship conversation, that's probably one of the best podcasts out there for that. Um, and if you are the type of person where you're looking to get better results and you're looking for better productivity, better focus, the One Thing podcast, that has been my one thing for this year in terms of a project. And it's been extraordinarily successful. You know, the book sold over a million copies. Now it's all-time best-selling business book. So that's the other one. And our, our website's theonething.com. Fantastic. And if you have not read The One Thing, make that the one thing to put right at the top of your list. Absolutely. Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and, and providing so much value to my listeners. This has been fantastic. Uh, and I had a blast having you on. Thank you so much. Hi, this is MC Lobsher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining their capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you are interested in learning more, you can email me at info at cashflowninja.com and I will send you a copy of Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. Thank you for joining my guest, Jeff Woods, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life. So if there's any way that I could provide more value to you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They've designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinopsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. Coffee is a proven product in a $90 billion industry worldwide. Through international coffee farms, you have a chance to own and operate your own half acre parcels in a specialty coffee farm in Panama, professionally turnkey managed for you. You can download your coffee farm ownership opportunity report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. That's our show for today, everyone. 
Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cash Flow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. 